Hey everyone, welcome to Scratched Up Art. Today we are discussing the art of writing honest songs and sharing your experience through music. We have Casey with us. Hello. And we have Caitlin with us. Hello. And uh, yeah, so on the blog this month, week, last week, I don't know. I lost track of time, whatever. Uh, on the blog, <laughs> I talked about, um, you know, writing an honest song and how you do that and how you kind of get past the idea of like perfectionism to really just be honest in your music. And I think that both of you are really great at that and have done really well at that. So I'm going to start with you, Casey, like what would be your first piece of advice for that or how do you do that um it's it's interesting because it took me a really long time to be able to open up I used to just live in big city um I would like any song that I would write about any particular instance I would just try to be as like bland as possible because I was like I want anybody that listens to the song to be able to like apply it to their life and it wasn't until um, I started listening to music that was very specific and I still could find things that were relatable about it. Like I was using this um, uh, I, example with you uh, like a week ago, Amy, we were talking about Silver Springs from Fleetwood yes. Mac and like the whole Rumors album is very, it's very much about specific relationships that we are not a part of like I wasn't in the relationship with Stevie Nicks and Lindsay Buckingham but the lyric I mentioned which was you will never get away from the sound of the woman that loved you like even though yeah I'm in I'm in a band with my now ex like (laughs) um you know before that it would still hit me yeah Um, and like now I have an even more unique perspective on that specific situation but because I was so inspired by very um like very specific lyric writing I just decided that you know I'm going to start out by being very honest in my journal entries and now I'm going to take that and start right just trying to be as honest as possible and write like exactly things that happen in in my day and like it doesn't have to sound pretty and it doesn't have to sound poetic but like today I uh tied my shoes wrong and it made me frustrated and then I did this and then I did that and I did this and I did that and eventually I was able to start crafting all of that you know nonsense into things that made more sense but I think people like like if anybody is listening that wants to like examples of people to listen to like Phoebe Bridgers is great because mm-hmm. she talks about very conversational topics. She talks about just seemingly normal things like walking through a garden or something like that. And then can relate that really specific, but very normal thing to an idea of like a person or a feeling. And so being able to put those two together, I think, yeah. So my, my best piece of advice would just be to listen to other songwriters that are really good at being very specific yeah. and find the commonalities in the specific 
words that they use or the specific phrases or instances. And eventually, you know, as long as you're totally comfortable with being able to like perform your dirty laundry on stage, then, you know, yeah. go ahead, rip, rip it, girl. <laughs> well, and that's, I really like the idea that you said about like writing it out in your journal and just like not letting it be pretty. And I think I might've like, said something like that in here like you just honestly that's how I write my blogs a lot too like I'm just like I'm just gonna sit down and I'm gonna write it and I'm not gonna edit it at all and then I can go back and edit it later but like this is just like stream of consciousness I'm just writing it out and whatever comes out comes out and then I can go back and be like "Mm, maybe not this or you know Mm -hmm. but um, what about you, Caitlin? Because I know you wrote a live and that one was very like honest and personal for you. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't really have too much to add except because I'm I'm still at a, a point where I'm learning how, both learning how to and also learning how to be comfortable with uh, being more specific uh, and getting into more of the details and... Uh, not being afraid in those specifics, you know, because of like, oh no, what if somebody hears it and it's about them and, you know, what are they going to think or what are you going to think of me if I go into more of uh, the darker stuff? (laughs) Um, So I'm still learning how to get comfortable with that, but uh, to kind of just expand a little bit on what Casey said before that when I listening to songs where the artist is being more specific about like their own personal thing or something that someone that they know, whatever it is, their own personal experiences that are more unique to them as individuals that have nothing to do with us in the public, but yet listening to those songs are the ones I think are, that are the easier ones to relate to. And like, Mm -hmm. and even though you aren't, you don't understand fully like whatever their personal situation was you know because they're being so specific and so raw about it you are able to then connect your own personal feelings and experiences to it and like feel it a lot deeper than the more safe generic kind of uh what's the word just yeah, vague yeah um, song not that they're not fun to listen to just you know to vibe with but it's it's the more the more earnest ones are actually the ones that I can relate to more even if even if I've never been in a similar exact situation that they might be talking about I could still relate the feelings to something else too um so I don't so since I'm still learning I don't really have much advice but uh I guess it would just, if I had any, it would just be to like, you know, go for being more specific with it because that's actually, I think, where more people are going to relate to it than if you're playing it too safe and trying to stay vague about anything like, yeah. Well, and that's, I had put that in the blog that like a lot of the songs I like are the ones where I'm, where they're just like ripping their heart open. 
whether it's a happy rip your heart open or a sad rip your heart open, I connect to those so much more than just like the, like you said, vague songs that everyone feels like they can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, I know like, for example, though, like even when I was writing Twin Bed, I didn't know I didn't realize that I was writing an honest song about something I was going through at the time I was writing it. And I was actually at songwriting with you, Casey. And he went, well, what are you trying to say to him? And I went, Oh, I'm not trying to say anything to, Oh, (laughs) (laughs) everyone else realized it was a personal song before you did. (laughs) And, um, I feel like that's how I started writing honest songs was like, I was writing songs and just telling myself like, but it's not like, you know, about me. And so like, I just like kind of disassociate from it a little bit. Yeah. Because that made it feel easier to write the truth. If I pretended like it wasn't the truth, (laughs) if that makes any sense. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I feel like, being able to get it out on that page it's like it's like with therapy like you obviously don't want to be vague in therapy because you're trying to work on you and be better and you know oftentimes I have to you know as much as I'd like to dance around a topic I like spill my guts about it but then once I released it it's no I feel like in a way it's like no longer mine like in a good way though like I gave it to you we're working on this and now it no longer like consumes me or defines me. Yeah. You know, it, I mean, it depends on the situation. There's nothing that would be forever, but um, yeah, like I, I started, yeah, last year specifically, especially during quarantine when we were doing our songwriting stuff by like, how can I re- like, this is the goal. I want to be a more specific songwriter because that is not something I've ever been very much of. And I was like, how do I do that? So I would start with like little things here and there and just say like, we, I started writing like a happier song last year, but just towing with the idea of, you know, since everyone's joking about like the pandemic being like the end times, you know, who would I want to spend um, the end times with? Like what would make that easier? And I obviously I picked, you know, uh, David and I was like, okay, so let's talk about this relationship. Let me be as specific as possible. And so the first line, the first few lines of the very first verse are, I kissed you before I even liked you. I moved in after only three months. I met logic and told it to fuck right off. You only get this kind of crazy love once. And that's, it's the truth. Those, those yeah. things are true, you know? And it seems um, like not everybody has that same sort of trajectory of a relationship, but like you, even though I'm explaining a specific situation, there's that feeling of, you know, a whirlwind romance, like, we all know. Yeah. And I can relate part. to that even like, though, it's not like I'm moving in with someone in three months. Like I can relate to that. Yeah. You know? Just that idea of like, none of this makes any sense. Everybody thinks we're crazy and I just don't care, you know? Yeah. And it's, yeah. it's, it's moving too fast, but you also can't really help it because it's there. Right. <laughs> like- <laughs> right. It's like when you find like in the point, like the point I was making in that lyric was you find this crazy spark with somebody 
you obviously aren't logical about it. Like you can't be, there's just no point <laughs> in, in being like, well, I don't know. Like, what if I hold their hand? Everybody else thinks it's crazy. I don't care. Come here. <laughs> Let me hug you, please. Um, yeah. And from there I was able to start like right now in rogue, we're working on a song dealing with, um, this topic that I've had an unbelievably hard time trying to put into words for a long, for a while, I was in like an abusive relationship when I was like 19 with a drug addict of all people. How? I don't know. I mean, no one knows when they're in those situations, but um, like I couldn't talk about it for years and now I'm 25 and I just went straight for honesty instead of trying to flower in these words. Like, I think that was my problem for so long was, I just want to be eloquent about it. I don't, I want to be precious. And I'm like, no, you know what? He wasn't precious with me. I don't fucking know him shit. Yeah. Let me be, let me just, and I've gotten to a point where thankfully in my, in my band and in my circle of like songwriting friends and stuff, like I feel safe enough to unload this. Yeah. Like, so that's like one of the only reasons why I feel like I can be that kind of honest. Like I know that if I say these things, people aren't going to be like, Oh geez, that's really, Ooh. I mean, and maybe they yeah. do. And I, I, maybe I'm at a point. Where no, 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 no. Well, I, yeah, I think like, you know, maybe sometimes I think people in the audience are like, damn, this is, you know, very revealing. Mm-hmm. But in my head, I'm like, I have a wall of people that are here for me and love me. And yeah, um, they don't judge the fact that I'm being honest. And there's like a freedom in it. Like there is this should, yeah, this shit doesn't own me anymore. Like I'm not run by it. Therefore I'm going to, I'm going to talk about it. But that, I mean, that does come with time. It took me, it took me, actually, that was one of the things I wrote on the blog was that there's no time limit limit for writing about your experience because some things like, like right now I'm uh, very happy. (laughs) And so I'm, I'm writing a love song while I'm in this mood. Um, But like, same thing when I was 19 I was in an abusive relationship and I tried to write about it so many times I have like maybe four or five different poems about it um my favorite thing was the 10 things I never said to you and that was literally just like I was writing things like in a list of 10 that like I never said to him um I, my favorite one was you're a piece of shit and you smell like one too. <laughs> Let <That> was... know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like just this list of 10 and I kept going back to it and I was like, this is the most honest thing I've written about all of it. Um, but I didn't know how to... it took me until I was 28. I was 28 when I wrote body in your bed. So that was almost 10 years. <laughs> that was almost 10 years that it took me to actually write a song that I felt comfortable talking about it in. I had tried yeah. to write one in what it is called burn it down. But like, I still, I did that kind of disassociation thing where I wrote about another girl going through it rather yeah. than myself. And uh, body and earbud was very like, nope, I'm going to talk about what I went through. And uh, 
but yeah, so that one took me 10 years, but there's other things, like I said, right now, like I'm literally writing what I'm feeling right now or twin bed. I didn't even know I was writing what I was feeling right then until, you know, you gave me that little breakthrough. But <laughs> um, How do you feel living in a current situation, writing a song about what's currently happening? Is there like a freedom in that? Are you a little nervous? there's a like being so honest in that situation no there's a freedom in it um and honestly like I that's very much how I express what I'm feeling in a way that uh I can't always put into words Mm -hmm. like when I'm just talking so um he may have already seen the course (laughs) (laughs) I feel like having a partner that like and I know that this is not the case for most yeah. people, but having a partner that's so supportive that they're like, I don't care if it's about me or not. If it's good, it's good. And I love that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's such a nice thing to have mm-hmm. to be, you know, to be like, I can, I can tell you this in a song or I can perform it live and like, you know, you're still proud of me. Yeah. You're not like, oh, this is embarrassing. You know, <laughs> the the other crazy thing, though, is that I was telling him, I was like, I wrote all these songs. And this is kind of getting off the topic of honest. Well, I guess not, because it was honest when I wrote them that that's what I wanted. But I wrote all these songs because I was like, oh, I need to write something happy so that not everything is super depressing all the time. <laughs> And so I wrote these love songs about like happy moments that I was like, what would make me happy? Or like, what, Mm. what is something that, that I would want to see in a relationship or like a story or whatever, you know? And Mm -hmm. I wrote those things and now they're kind of happening. And it's like, did I fulfilling prophecy (laughs) yeah (laughs) like so that's kind of trippy too when you write things that you want and then they happen or you write things before they happen sometimes it's not always what you want but yeah I know I've definitely done that too (laughs) it can be yikes (laughs) like twin bed (laughs) um you know But yeah, writing things before you know them, sometimes I feel like you can be more honest about what you want or what you're feeling without knowing you are being honest. Yeah. Until you get that out on paper and then you're like, oh, that's what this is, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, but yeah, it's definitely hard. And then like, I also struggle with, the like finding the balance between like I want to be honest but also some things are just a little bit too much to share for me yet so like finding that balance of like you know like I said I'll write something out and then I'll go back and edit it mm-hmm. um, but like finding that balance between like you don't want to take everything out because you want to be honest about what's going on Mm -hmm. and you don't want to like candy coat it (laughs) make it sweeter than it really is but also like 
there's some things that I just feel like I'm not ready to share or I don't want to share. And that's okay too. And it's just finding that balance. But like, do you ever have that issue or? For me or? Yeah, either of you. Like when you were writing Alive, Caitlin or Casey, when you write any of your songs, because I feel like a lot of your songs are very honest. Like I personally love um, Martyr. Like that oh. that song is amazing. Thank you. That song, it's funny because like, I usually am not a fan of like people that are like, or not people. I'm usually not a fan of songs that follow that like a teen, teen movie trope of like, no dad, I'm following my dreams. Like when you're like running off of Oval Field. Um, but that was, that was a fun one because both of my parents heard it and both of them were very offended. And I think that like, once you, and I, you know, I explained to at least my dad, I was like, Hey, you know, it just, you know, it is what it is. My mom, I'm not apologizing because I don't talk to her anymore, but, um, I think once I started, when I made that transition into more honest lyricism, and I saw the real world effects of people being actually like upset about it. I was like, well, there's, I mean, I've already done it. Might as well keep going. And I think that, I don't know. I, I, I'm kind it of was almost freeing. Way. It was almost freeing yeah. because it was like, well, I lived through it. I lived through upsetting right. someone. Yeah. I so feel like once I, can... I like, yeah, once I got that out of the way, I was like, well, I can't like go back and be like, well, I don't know what people think now. Like, I think a really good, writing exercise for me was that like uh that Bo Burnham trend that was going around for that funny feeling where everybody was writing their own verse and I literally I just wrote what happened to me in 2020 because I think a lot of people were doing that and I was like cool well let me just be honest and now that I literally put in a song the very first lyric uh when I got back from Florida I tried to kill myself I was like well I there's nothing to hide now I've said it all yeah and all of the feedback I got on TikTok for that was like, you know, people were so kind. A lot of people were just like, I'm really thankful you stuck it out. That's like, we're happy that you're still here. Yeah. A lot of people were saying, holy shit. Like I went through the same stuff, you know, almost to a T. This is exactly how my 2020 went. And like, I was yeah. just being me. But then you think like there's 7.8 billion people on planet earth. Like you're not the only person going through this one experience. And Um, also it was very, like, it was really beautiful. And I'm still very upset that TikTok took it down. (laughs) (laughs) They don't like honesty. No, but yeah, I mean, there's some things that you can flower, like, like maybe suicidal ideation. (laughs) I understand getting banned for that. Um, It's life. Life's ugly life hurts life's uncomfortable and I think once you accept that like for me I know I was like I I got my thing got taken down like that's crazy and then I was like well maybe I'm a little desensitized and I'm a very honest person but I think it maybe somebody else would be like "Ooh," but But I also think other people needed to hear it that's the problem is like if they were offended by it you just scroll past it but other people needed to hear it. I and agree with you on that. <laughs> and I think it was very brave and I loved like I loved it. Thank it was you. um I really liked it. 
and I'm really mad that they took it down. And I feel like that was the whole point of the Bo Burnham thing anyway. He was very honest about all of it. Like yeah, his... I think that's why it resonated with so many people. Mm-hmm. So many people were like, holy shit, somebody verbalized how I've been feeling for the last year. I like, I feel seen. And it was, yeah, yeah a lot of people were like, man, this is crazy. Like, is he okay? Blah, 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 blah. And I'm sure he's fine. It's getting out these ugly feelings and then using them as art to share with the world. And just how many people did not. Yeah. Not everybody locked themselves inside one room for an entire year to create some art, but they heard what he had to say. And they were like, yeah, I I know what that's like. (laughs) Yeah. And, and not just that, but like, even like, I, remember I've watched it three times now um and like every time like watching him go through the process of editing the videos of like the mess you make when you're setting everything up of recording and then like at the end of recording he's like nope one more or like oh I took a big breath in the middle of that or like even Mm -hmm. that for me was just like so cathartic because I live that every day yeah (laughs) Like (laughs) like you feel like your experiences like you feel a little less alone yeah you know like the mess the bad takes the maybe the diff the changing of different words because they just don't fit right like whatever that may be or just having a moment where you're like just not having a good day yeah and just knowing that oh other people are going through that maybe I'm I'm not filming like a, a comedy special but like I know what that frustration of, you know, a mess of cables and junk on my floor. And like, you know, I keep having to retake this line because it's just not coming out the way I want. I'm super frustrated and upset about it. Yeah. But like, I think that's why people in general are so into like the behind the scenes documentaries for like anything. Yeah. Because <laughs> people want to see the mess. They want to see the humanity as much as people like to pretend they don't, they do. Yeah, and that's the same thing with um I watched the Billie Eilish documentary on Apple TV and that was really good too and like seeing her go through all of that as a teenager. Ugh, I couldn't imagine. Um and but like all of that kind of inspires me to be, you know, like I try to be very honest in our podcast about like I have no idea what I'm doing. And our blogs and pretty much everything. I'm like, I have no clue what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know what um, this is going to sound like. I'm just kind of writing it and going with it and doing what I can. And yeah. Can you hear those dogs? <laughs> a little bit. Those are uh, my next door neighbor's dogs. They have a lot of dogs and they like to fight all the time. <laughs> super fun (laughs) but um Caitlin when you were writing alive did you um like when you wrote it did you just write it as like a stream of consciousness or did you like edit or did you um that one yeah I think that was more a stream of consciousness because I just kind of had the idea um, on the drive over to that particular rehearsal. Yeah. So I kind of started brainstorming, um, lyrics and stuff in my head on the way over and 
just kind of like you guys were working on something else and so I just like just started writing it down and have then getting an idea like and it kind of just came pretty quickly and then kind of hearing the music in my head of what I was picturing and then kind of just go into another room <laughs> and like record what I was thinking about and we pretty much had it done by the that end of that day. night yeah um you know that after I after I figured it all out and then you know bring it to Chris and then be like all right let's find the chords like what are you know what's this and put it together and it came relatively quickly um yeah it was more extreme of consciousness uh but like I I remember I did have um I did like show like earlier versions of it for people to listen to um and I honestly I mean even though what the subject matter even with the subject matter it I still I guess I still have like that disconnect from it um maybe for my own sanity uh so yeah. when I had some people listen to it I was surprised that they were surprised that it was like dark I guess or you know like something yeah something darker something more serious I'm like oh like I had no idea like you felt like this or whatever and like, and I guess for me, just being desensitized to it, I'm like, you know, I live in it every day. So <laughs> to me, I don't think that was as dark as I could get with that particular subject if I wanted to, like, that's not even, that's still honest, but it's not as, um, like, that's the more flowery honesty, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, it's still, yeah, a little more cleaned up it's not quite as brutal as it, it could be. be or or how I maybe as brutal as I sometimes might want it to be in the future with future songs getting into different things I'm slowly approaching getting comfortable and trying to get those other thoughts and feelings uh out uh and yeah, not being and not needing to necessarily make them sound pretty um, yeah. and just get them out. Um, but I'm not quite there yet. But I but so I've I've now experienced surprising people with the honest subject matter. I haven't experienced upsetting people like offending them <laughs> yet. But, you know, we'll see when that happens. <laughs> I um. I remember being worried when I released certain songs that it would get back to them. And then I remember having to be like, and what if it does? And what if it does? Because yeah. it's the truth. If it's the truth, then what do I care? You can be as upset as you want to be. But it's You're still the- hard because I'm a people pleaser. So <laughs> you hear the fireworks? No, I don't. Oh, okay. They're really loud, like nearing through my headphones. Okay. 
Yeah, I don't hear him. It's July 6th. <laughs> oh, it's going to be going for the rest seven. of the year here. It's the 7th. Oh, it's the 7th. It's the 7th. Yeah. It's yeah. my half birthday today. I forget. Woo! <laughs> yeah, um, no, uh, the fireworks will be going until the end of the year, at least in my neighborhood. So, <laughs> and maybe no even thanks. after that. Um, oh, people. But yeah, I... I have a few songs that I've written that like just haven't come out and I've never released my like, like I said, I have that list of 10 that I've always been like, I'm just going to release it. And then I never did. <laughs> but um, I did just write a song called Fragile Ego that I performed the other night at the songwriting thing. And that one I was even like a little nervous about because I was like, I don't want to offend any men. And then I'm like, no, I do. I take that back. You don't owe men. You don't owe men. I, I do. <laughs> I do. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to doing that one. Yeah. That, that's one that I think we could all just relate to similar to behave. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm going to have Caitlin sing that one when we record it and perform it as a band. Hell yeah. Cause I was like, it just sounded like a Caitlyn song to me. <laughs> but I remember like when like I was the getting... angrier or the sadder and it's a me song. <laughs> angrier, sad. Have me sing it. <laughs> I had you sing Bets on You. That's a very yeah. sweet song. Yeah. Um, you get one of those every once in a while. <laughs> I don't write very many happy songs. Well, that no, was the neither. other day. My friend, My friend was like, you're happy now you're gonna have trouble writing songs and I was like no I need to write happy songs it's such a shit take I hate when people say stuff like that I know we talked about this like privately yeah. but like boo to people that say stuff like that there's I was plenty like, things to be upset about just kidding. I was like I well yeah there's still plenty of things that I can write about <laughs> that I'm not happy about but I need to write some happy songs because all my, like I said, all my happy songs were more just me like, ugh, I got to write a happy song. Okay. Put yourself in that space. What would you, what would happiness look like to you? <laughs> like... <laughs> Gee, if I was ever happy, maybe this is what I would be like. <laughs> but now, you know, you get to experience this for real. So, get to you know, it'll it be yeah it'll be fun to sit there and and when you write I mean I don't know how this love song is right now but like that that you are currently writing but being able to sit there and say something like our first date I knew yeah you know and it just fits in so like just fits in like a missing puzzle piece and all these different things that you always hear you always hear in other songs you're like what is what even is that kind of what is that like and like right and then you get to experience it and you're like oh I didn't that's not just cliche that like really happens when you meet your yeah. person or like even like I texted I texted my friend right after our date or like you know like things that actually happen you know yeah. like oh man now I gotta go write you guys <laughs> thank you Casey <laughs> <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. but there's a there's always something to write about there's always yeah some cool thing 
or sad thing or mad or angering thing or you know or a mix of all of it yeah when I did start writing this song I actually and I was telling because I sent it to Janelle and then I was telling him about it too but I was writing um like I, I wrote a verse and the whole verse was based off the idea that everybody was always saying like oh you'll find it when you stop looking and so like I went off like those opposites kind of and it kind of started mm-hmm. turning into a like finding myself song and so like it was like I had to uh leave my comfort zone to find peace in my own skin I had to um open doors to find closure within I had to Mm -hmm. you know like stuff like that like the opposite type thing but then the course turned into just straight love song and I was like I think I accidentally wrote two different songs and I need to separate that (laughs) yeah no yeah I mean definitely I think especially when an emotion is hot like that's the best time to be honest about it because you like are there and it's you're present for everything that's yeah. happening in that moment it's so hard to like recall something later but like even after and I mean I'm just gonna I don't care I've got no shame but you know uh my my ex and I broke up two weeks ago and like three days after we broke up I was doing the dishes and started thinking about how much I just didn't want to do this anymore I was like I don't want to be single this sucks I want to back so bad and so I literally wrote a core like I was just humming along this like really sad thing and ended up singing a whole chorus without stopping and I recorded it on my voice notes and and then I wrote the, this whole verse too and it's I mean I'll probably play it at the songwriters round but it's yeah it's pretty sad I mean it's pretty like please take me back I Aww. miss you <laughs> and I sang it for him two days later or something like that we met up for like a band uh meeting uh at our local brewery and afterwards, I was like, can I sing you something I wrote for you? <laughs> and I and I sang it for him. And I wasn't like, I wasn't like, oh, let me serenade you. It was just like, this is just what I'm writing right now. And I'll, I might bring it to band practice, but here it is. And you get to hear it before just in case it's weird. But you yeah. know, he was like, it's it's not weird. If it's good, it's good. You know, I'm 100% certain you're going to bring in a lot of songs about me now. And I'm like, you bet your ass. You bet. <laughs> you bet uh, I will. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> exactly. You're literally. You know, <laughs> Peter, our, our you know, mutual friend and thrift store troubadours, always likes to joke. He's like, Rogue's just millennial Fleetwood Mac. I'm like, well. Now it's official. I really, and it is official and it sucks and I hate that, but it is. Yeah. It is now. Christened it. He called it, he brought it into existence. But yeah, you know, honestly, right, like being able to write exactly what you're feeling and like being able to like show it to those people can sometimes be so therapeutic. Yeah. It can be uncomfortable, but it's also just super therapeutic. And, and like, yeah, like I said, sometimes it'll take me a long time, but if I can sit down and write what I'm feeling when I'm feeling it then that's the best feeling is being able to write a song in that moment because it's like almost like a it's like a snapshot of that time yeah and then you can revisit it later and be like man remember when I was that sad whoa yeah 
I don't feel as sad now. That's crazy how that works. <laughs> I um, yeah. Now I'm gonna because I was right before this, I was writing the verse to the song that I've been writing, but mm-hmm. now I have a completely other idea for the verse now. So, uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to go right after this. Oh yeah. But actually speaking of that, it has been about 40 minutes. So I think I think that we covered quite a bit in this session about honest songwriting. <laughs> we spilled our guts and uh <laughs> talked about real life and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh you all got to know us a little bit better today. <laughs> It's bound to happen eventually. You listen to yeah. those lyrics, you know. You're, you're basically in just tune looking enough, in our you know, window. <laughs> you just, you know us better than probably your therapists do. Yeah. <laughs> so, which huh, I, I'm looking for a new therapist now. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, all right. Well, thank you for joining me, ladies. Thank you for being honest in your songs and putting that out there so the world can have things to relate to and being strong and brave and wonderful and beautiful and fantastic. And I love you guys. <laughs> you too. All right. <laughs> well, if you want to follow Casey, she is on Instagram at Casey from rogue and you can find the band at rogue exclamation point. And, uh, <laughs> If you want to, yes. And if you want to follow Caitlin, it's at K nails and we're both in the band at Siren Valley. You can find us anywhere at Siren Valley. I am Amy. You can find me at Amy Colleen music pretty much all over the place. Yeah. We will talk to you next time. I still don't know what I'm writing about next time. We'll find out together. Um, yeah. Have a great week. Talk to you later. Bye.